Hey y'all, welcome to the Whatever You Do podcast. I am so glad that you're here. I hope that whatever you're facing today, wherever you are, you walk away from this space lifted a little higher. The foundation of this podcast is Colossians 3.23. Whatever you do, do it from the heart as something done for the Lord and not for people. That's what we're about around here, lifting each other up and giving God glory. Be encouraged, friends. Hey y'all, so I'm starting this episode with sort of an off-the-wall question for you. My question is, what is your trash day? Around here at our house, our trash day is Tuesday. So each week, my husband takes our trash cans down to the end of our driveway, either Monday night or early Tuesday morning, to receive disposal of our trash. There have been a handful of times that we've had this discussion of, do we really need to take it down this week? Don't we have enough room for another week? And then we can empty them all after week two. And I can guarantee you, my husband would agree with me, every time we have made that decision, we've regretted it. By the next week, all of our trash cans are overflowing The stench is so strong. Critters want to get into our trash cans and see what's in there for them. We just keep stacking and stacking because we didn't want to take them down and dispose of them. When I was a little kid, my grandparents lived in this house with this mechanism called, we call it a trash smasher. I don't know what it's technically called, but it would hold their trash can and you would put their trash in You would shut this door, push a button, and it would literally smash the trash. So you could add more and add more. But it never took anything away. It never emptied anything. It just smushed down what was already in there. The smell was still there. The contents was still there. It was just smashed down. As I think about that trash and I think about it building up and us questioning, do we really need to to dispose of this or can we wait another week? The Lord reminded me that we do this with our sin, guys. We do this with our sin. We think, oh, do I really need to deal with that right now? I'll just push it off to the side. I'll just stuff it over here. I'll just smash it down. And what we do is we accumulate more sin and more sin on top of it. And then just like our trash starts to stink and we have animals that want to come in and take that trash, our sin starts to seep over into other parts of our life. And people come in that we don't even recognize shouldn't be there because we have sin all over. It's a tough truth, but it's one that I want to remind you that God has a solution for. So in our first episode, we talked about the different pieces of the armor of God, and that's found in Ephesians 6. You can go back and listen to the first episode, and you can get in your word. Get in your word first, I would say, and read that scripture. 
So the first piece of armor that he tells us about is the belt of truth. Truth starts it all, friends. Like truth is our standard. We have to know what is true in order to operate, right? And the second piece is the breastplate of righteousness. So first we have truth, and then we figure out how to live out that truth in right standing with God. And that is the breastplate of righteousness. Tony Evans talks about how there are two sides of righteousness. There's the being side and there's the doing side. So when we think about our salvation with Christ, which means when we go to God, we confess our sins. We ask Jesus into our lives accept that invitation. He forgives our sins. We know that. We know that to be true. But he doesn't just or only forgive our sins. He removes the stain of our sin, but he also replaces that stain with a righteous standard of Christ. So he takes that sin away, but he also shows us a way to live in right standing with him. He puts us in a position to practice that standard. How do we get in that practice? How do we live that out? Well, it isn't by piling one sin on top of another sin on top of another sin and letting that overflow into all parts of our lives. What he tells us to do in 1 John 1, 9 is that we confess our sins. And when we confess our sins, he is faithful and he is righteous to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So hear me on this. When you accept Jesus, yes, you are forgiven of your sins, but that doesn't mean that you won't sin after you accept him, you're going to sin. We live in a broken world. We are broken people and we tend to operate out of our flesh and therefore we will sin after we accept Jesus into our lives. And because God is so gracious and so merciful, he has given us a way to receive forgiveness for every sin. But guys, we have to go to him and confess these sins in order for them to be forgiven. Just like we have to take our trash to the end of the drive for it to be disposed of, we have to take our sin to him in order for it to be forgiven. And when it is forgiven, it tells us that he cleanses us from all unrighteousness, which means he puts us back in right standing with him and gives us grace and mercy to walk out that standard that he has called us to. The enemy would love for us not to confess our sin. He's doing everything in his power to keep us quiet. And not just confessing our sin to God, but he doesn't want us to tell fellow believers about our sin. He reminds us of shame and of judgment, and he accuses us of all things because he wants to keep us piling that sin 
on top of one another. He wants to keep us in a place where we are inviting an environment of darkness into our lives. That God is bigger than that. Like we said, he has given us a way. And that is confession to him and confession to fellow believers. Why do we confess it to fellow believers? Because they can remind us of God's truth. And they can pray for us. They can be with us in that time and walk us through that time. So my encouragement for you today is to check your trash. Make sure you're not smashing it down and adding more to it. Make sure you're not creating an environment where the stench is all you smell, (laughs) where it's overbearing, where the enemy keeps you from fellowship with the Lord. Make sure that you are going to God each time, confessing your sin, asking for forgiveness, and allowing him to give you that practice of righteousness. Make sure you have those people in your lives that you can go to, that you can say, hey, I really, really messed up here and I really need you to come alongside me and pray with me so I can begin to live the way that God has called me to live and that is a standard of righteousness. We are going to face sin We simply have a choice of what we are going to do with that sin. Dispose of it, friends. Get rid of it. Don't let it sit another week, another month, another year. Call it out. Seek forgiveness and live in right standing with God. Have a beautiful day. Hey friends, it's such an honor to sit with you and share with you today. Thank you for using your time here with me in this space. I pray that you truly do see that everything you do could be for the glory of God. I pray that you have eyes to see His goodness in all things and that you are so encouraged by His truth. I'll see you next time.